So mm. we like to do what on a Tuesday? Well, uh, it's Taco Tuesday, mm. and you're eating Salad Tuesday. Yes. And Clean the Car Out Tuesday. But more importantly, it's True Crime Tuesday. True Crime Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesdays on the run home with Joel and Fletch. We discuss, dissect, and delve into crimes of the past. It's time for True Crime Tuesday. Yeah, so we thought we'd get him back because he's a keeper. According to the listeners, they love this man, Steve Hart, who is Channel 7's senior journalist at 7 News. And uh, look, Hardy, firstly, we're going to start with something that's not really true crime. We're talking about the Broncos. Mm. We'll get on to some youth crime gangs going up in there, Brisbane, shortly. But uh, how mm. are you, old chap? Not too bad. I'm glad you said I'm a keeper. You might have to talk to my wife about that. She might have a different view. But, uh, but uh, yeah, I'll pass that on to her. But it's always great to talk to to such fine gentlemen. Mm. Well, they're not here. So mm. it's, you've got me and Joel today. Yes. Unfortunately, Hardy. Uh, Hardy, before we get well, into some it. some big crimes. Before yeah. we get into this, are you missing Sydney? Yeah, I do, actually. Mm. I miss Sydney. And I'll t- just because it's you and, and, and me, no one else really is across this particularly in Queensland. I miss the beach. There's no beach in Brisbane. No. Nah. you got the big brown river. This beautiful here. brown river. It's, yeah, it's uh, it's gorgeous. But uh, do you go into Queensland? Is this show? Yes. Got, it does, get... yeah. <laughs> no, it's go gorgeous it. up here. It's, <laughs> it's, uh, <clears throat> it's stunning. It's, you know, the, the, the temperature's great. Mm. The Broncos are here and the Dolphins, of course. And uh, the Gold Coast and Sunshine Coast, not too far away. So you couldn't get better. There's a new casino coming for those who like to gamble. Mm. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's great. Hardy, uh, when you were living Sydney. in Sydney, if there was a pie chart for your beach attendance, what was your number one yep. go-to beach? Number one beach, Wanda. Absolutely. Oh, okay. Yeah, Wanda. Because uh, I didn't live too – well, I've still, uh, still got a place there. I li- didn't live too far from Wanda Beach. So straight down there after work. Or before work, dip in, and, and you take that for granted when you don't live within ten minutes of a beach. Yes, you do. Uh, you are within about ten minutes of those Brisbane Broncos from Red Hill, and they're yes. causing red on the streets at the moment. What's going on there, mate? Well, it's, I'm glad you're making it at the top of the true crime segment because <laughs> you know what these players have allegedly done. It's not even allegedly anymore mm. because they put their hand up. And uh, this morning, they've fallen on their sword, basically. Adam Reynolds, uh, good guys, you, you two know him very well, and Pat Carrigan. And, um, look, some uh, vision emerged of them on Sunday night uh, having a, a wrestle that got a bit heated in, the, uh, in a park in Fortitude Valley. And for those who know Brisbane, Fortitude Valley is, uh, it's, uh, well, what would you call it? It's certainly a, uh, a great place to go if you're looking for some nightlife. But perhaps the Broncos, after their big successful fan day on Sunday, should have given it a bit of a wide berth because they've gone to a restaurant, rooftop bar. They got asked to move on from a couple of venues. And from what I understand, uh, Adam Reynolds was trying to get Pat Carrigan into a cab and he was uh, being a little bit uh, uh, difficult, had a few too many. And uh, they got into a wrestle, got a bit heated and, um, and vision was taken by members of the public. Everybody's got a phone these days. So, you know, they just can't be doing that. And this morning they fronted the media which was to their credit and apologised and said it wasn't a good look. And um, Kebby sort of, you know, told them that, it, uh, you know, he's, they let themselves down more than that club, uh, but says that they should still be going to Las Vegas, Sin City. Look uh, out. Uh, Brian, <laughs> I just find it amusing <laughs> that some of the characters in rugby league, the mass retirements between around 2002 and 2004, mm. or retiring from the NRL anyway, just coincidentally came in line with phones and camera phones Correct. and videos, didn't Correct. it? Correct. Well, it's actually, 
I reckon it's a good thing. I said this earlier, Hardy. It's probably a good yeah. thing if you're a Brisbane Bronco administrator or a Brisbane Bronco fan because there is no way in the world any of those players are going to play up in Vegas no. now. So it's a bit I of a... Now they're going to be a under... Big wake-up call. Absolutely. So they got that out, out of the way. What do you think will happen, Hardy? Do you reckon it'll be like a fine or suspended fine from the NRL? Well, I, th- I think what I'm hearing is the NRL Integrity Unit are going to not block them going to Vegas. They're sort of they're going to hold off and deal with it when they return. That could <laughs> As be you wrong would. information. Yeah. <laughs> but the NRL Integrity Unit don't necessarily work at fast pace. You know, so they'll um, they'll just go through the motions and maybe just let it uh, run. I, I don't think, from what I'm hearing, is that that anyone in the uh, NRL thinks they should be banned from going to Vegas. Um, they don't want these are two no, really no. important senior players for the Broncos, and um, and they'll do a great job over there, you would imagine. And even as you just said, Brian, uh, even more so now, knowing that you know they've they've had a little bit of a, a blot on their uh, copybook here, and. You know, they, they're going to try and make up for that. Correct. Well, I think they should go to Vegas, but I don't think they should play. I think they should get one week uh, against the Roosters. Yes. Just, uh, oh, yeah. just, yeah. just have that, just have just a week off. Yeah. Uh, but back yeah. next, round yeah. two, go for your life. What about yeah. this, Hardy and, and yeah. Fletch, and, and to the listeners? Just imagine that, and you said that the Integrity uh, Commission can take their time on things, but just imagine mm-hmm. if they, they've turned up and they've said, righto, Andrew and Pete, we've got the file and conclusions ready. Uh, mate, just hold off, hold yes. off. Yeah, yeah. Do hold some, off. We're do, a bit busy do, at the now. Yeah. Go and tra- track down <laughs> someone. Yes. I, I saw the footage where at the end of it they wrestled and all the other players jumped on like it was. Yeah. Some players mm. were unaware it was a fair dink and blue. Yeah. They just jumped on yeah. like and just had a bit of a wrestle. So it yeah. was a pile on. And look, Adam spoke. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw the media conference this morning, but Adam and Pat pretty well explained what happened was that it, it was a situation where it began as a, a bit of a playful wrestle um, after he, Adam was trying to get Pat to, to go home and uh, and then it just got a bit heated uh, and it walked that fine line like there was no punches thrown there was no members of the public involved directly uh, it was just an ugly look mm. and bad timing in the lead up to the Vegas trip and uh, just this is that fine line where it got a bit heated and then yeah as you say all the other players started jumping on and <laughs> alcohol and uh, young men and uh, late at night so, um, you know, I guess there's all the fans down at the game were, at, at training this morning were saying the old boys will be boys but you, you just can't really say mm. that as an excuse anymore they've got, they've got to realize that they're high profile. And um, everything is scrutinised uh, these days. Well, the only thing I'd say now, and this is very contradictory, because back in our day, you know, like these guys are far better behaved, oh, yes. and, and even before Speak our day. Speak for yourself, yeah, Joel. My father-in-law, he said they'd go to the pub, and one of the West boys would be throwing darts at everyone. Mm. You know, like very different. And I, <laughs> I don't personally have yeah. an issue with it, Hardy. I, I probably yeah. think that, you know, with these boys getting paid, you know, some of them up to a million dollars or more. I do think yep. that the binge drinking culture in rugby league, and, and it was prevalent when we were there and prevalent probably still with us, Brian, now. But I do think if you're getting paid that much money, that and that this close to the season, you need to knock that out of your game. But as I said, uh, contradictory, because we certainly did that as well. But just hypothetically, Hardy, yep. we get to Vegas, and the identical situation happens right at the front of... Um, Resorts World. 
Yes. That's where we'll stay in. Yes. Re- Resorts World. Yeah. Resorts World. Way, takes you 40 minutes to walk up to the strip. Okay. So what about if you, oh, once so you get into the strip? So just you two are on the junket, are you? I am. I'm uh, not. Sugar's not. Yeah. No. I'm over there, yeah, yeah, just spreading the word of rugby league. Apparently when I got my okay. visa, when I got my uh, American work <laughs> visa, it said, uh, the words yeah. it said from a letter from um, Patrick Delaney, it said, uh, it was imperative uh, that <laughs> Brian Fletcher imperative. goes to Vegas yeah. for the broadcast of his NRL. Yeah. I've never heard that before in my life, that Brian uh, Fletcher, it's imperative to go to Vegas. Hey, Hardy, um, yeah. mate, we yeah. are a bit pressed for time, and I hate to do this on a True okay. Crime Tuesday. So let, let, can you just give us all the bullet points of what's going on with yep. this youth crime situation up there in Brisbane? Well, that is one of the really dark and, and, and sad situations uh, that I discovered when I moved up to Brisbane almost two years ago. Youth crime's out of control up here. And the most recent uh, tragic event, uh, uh, just over a week ago, a lovely 70-year-old grandmother by the name of Bileen White was uh, was just, uh, she went to shopping. She had a little six-year-old uh, girl with her. They went to the shops Saturday about six o'clock just to get a, a mouse pad for the computer. And uh-huh. uh, they're in the underground car park. And she um, she thought, oh, hang on a second, I've, I've forgotten to shut the car properly. And then uh, this 16-year-old, uh, allegedly 16-year-old uh, uh, person has jumped out from nowhere um, and demanded her keys to a car. She had a little Hyundai Getz, not a fancy car by any means. And uh, she handed him the keys, uh, uh, supposedly. This is how the story goes. And, and that 16-year-old allegedly then um, stabbed her and she... She died on the spot in front of this little six-year-old girl who ran for help. Um, And this poor little six-year-old girl will have to live with that forever. She went and got a a doctor who was nearby, but there was nothing they could do. And this 16-year-old is charged with murder. He took that car, allegedly, to a nearby McDonald's and picked up another bunch of teenagers where they drove around for a bit before dumping the car. So a murder, allegedly, all Mm. over uh, a car. Which which they would have had anyway. Hey Hardy, can I ask? She, yeah. What, what's yeah. the like? What is the penalty for even any other scenario? A sixteen-year-old who would commit such a crime. What's the maximum penalty for a sixteen-year-old? That's a great question, and it's been debated. Like it's talked about a lot up here. The maximum for murder for a teenager is uh, is ten years. Oh wow! Um, and so that that is the maximum uh, they can get. So there's. Uh, you know, there's been a strengthening of the bail laws up here because basically no matter what crime you did, if you're a juvenile, you're, you're back out on the streets. Uh, now for serious violent crimes uh, like this one, uh, there's no automatic bail. Uh, but, um, you know, that's had to be tightened up. Uh, there's real problem with detention. There is nowhere to put the uh, youth offenders. Um, so, you know, th- there's a whole lot of issues around youth crime here that, uh, you wouldn't want to be in control of trying to figure out how to fix it because it's a, it's a massive problem. And, it, you know, unfortunately, tragedy keeps coming to uh, to good people's homes, um, you know, just like the White family. You know, I've, I've had a lot to do with them since the murder. They're lovely people. Um, uh, Violene was just a good Christian lady who uh, who cared for everybody. And um, she, you know, she would have given them, you know, this offender uh, or anyone, she would have given them the money if they'd asked for it. Hardy, are they are they committing these crimes in their areas, or are they travelling? Are they going into the town? Are they going far as the Gold Coast? Where, where's all where's all this? Well, we, because we only hear because this, we only hear yeah, about because, this crime in Brisbane. Yeah, Brisbane. Yeah. Well, Brian, because um, this particular crime, uh, there's a, someone before the courts. I've got to separate it a little bit. But in this particular case, the crime happened 
you know, within about 10 minutes of the accused home. Uh, but uh, more generally speaking, when other youth uh, crimes are happening, it is, um, you know, it's, it's anywhere and everywhere. It's going to good suburbs. It's going to, you know, uh, tough suburbs. It's, it's, it's in regional, like Townsville's got a massive problem up there. It's probably, as far as a city in Queensland goes, it's, it's uh, by the numbers, it's got the biggest issue of youth crime of anywhere in, in Australia. Steve Hart, the board's lit up again. Keeper, keeper, keeper. Channel 7 senior journalist at the 7 News. Uh, really appreciate your time on True Crime Tuesday, Hardy. All right, Bright Light City, Viva Las Vegas. <laughs> Are you Good going, luck, Brian? Yeah, you going, Hardy? No, I oh, can't. Okay. No, I've been trying to, you know, find a way to get there. But mm. I'll see you. you know, I'll see you. Crime committed. I tell you what, yeah. I'll see you. I'll see you at the Vegas of the West, Rudy Hill, RSL. <laughs> right, let's have a let's have a let's have a beer there. <laughs> see you, right. Hardy. See you guys. See you, Good mate. Bye bye.